After reaching the front of the flat, only two key locks stand between Bonifor and his pursuer. The locks raise no concern. Many like this have been manipulated before. In the bedroom, amber-colored numerals read three-ish on the clock. The entire flat is strangely calm, given the large space. This is another reason access to the residence goes undetected. It's assumed the space is covered by an alarm system. All the reason the bedroom is to be located as soon as possible by the intruder. However, the timekeeper knows on a good night the alarm company will call within two minutes when the alarm is activated. If the police are dispatched, it's another eight to fifteen minutes before they appear. Therefore, more than enough time is available for the deeds at hand. The bedroom is located. It's separated by solid mural painted walls that don't quite reach the ceiling. Normally, hardwood floors would creak and give under sufficient weight, but the sound is eased this morning by show booties. When doubled and tripled, they lessen the sound and prevent the collection of footprint impressions. Intermittent snoring from Bonifor's wife is heard. Her snoring is comparably weak against the constant whizzing of Bonifor's CPAC machine. The machine's tube stretches across the male figure's face to control his sleep apnea. He does not hear or feel the yank of a wrist, then the other. Quickly, both flanges are drawn above his head and fastened to the large wooden headboard. Without use of his hands, he can't remove the tube to yell in a normal fashion. Instead, he grunts as loud as he can. His wife stirs to the commotion. Her vision corrects and sees an intruder. Startled, she shrieks. Without hesitation, she's thumped by a dart gun. Within seconds, she releases an incoherent muffled string of words before the tranquilizer completely quiets her. She is allowed to live. Attention turns back to Bonifor. The tubing over his nose is removed. His chest walls bounce at a tachycardia pace. It's clear he's experiencing something never imagined. The intruder unbuttons the middle buttons of the pajama shirt. He wastes no time rubbing his hand over the left ribcage area until he finds a spot to palpate. Who are you, some kind of pervert? Standing over the bed next to the upper torso, the intruder says in a calm voice, Give me a minute, I'm almost done here. He finds his area. It's between the fourth and fifth rib. The man winces as a needle slips between the two rib bones. There. Now this is what doctors call a tension pneumothorax. Just who the hell are you? A valve button is turned and air seeps through a tube, in the needle, and into the chest cavity. It's uncomfortable, and panic describes his look. Who I am to you matters no more. The visitor notices a cell phone which he stuffs into his pocket. Time's up, he announces. The container top is rotated to full-on position. Peering directly in the victim's eyes, he says, It will be just a few moments. Your chest will rise until full. Pressure will get heavy until your lungs have no space to expand. It's a great way to die. Carefully, he steps away from the bed and calmly exits the room.